You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. One of the games you saw, Pete, we are going to go through all of them, obviously, lots of action, but but one of the games you saw uh, involved... Um, one of your favorite teams, right? You, yeah. You love the Detroit Lions. That's right. You're a big fan of the 3-1-3. That's right. Motor City. That's all you have to the say. Mo- Motor City. You know, home of Eminem, home of Nickelback. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot to, to be excited about when it comes to the Detroit Lions who got a got Nervous. their first win of the season mm-hmm. on Sunday against the Washington Commanders. And to break it all down with us from SB Nation's Pride of Detroit, one of my favorite people in NFL lore, NFL universe, the galaxy of, of really all things. Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit joins us now on the SB Nation NFL show. Jeremy, first of all, what is the last meal that you ate and how good was it? <laughs> well, first of all, we do not claim Nickelback. They are a Canadian band. I need to get that out of the way. <laughs> Stats department, correction department here. We do not claim Nickelback, uh, but good question. Uh, I think I had a couple of breakfast sandwiches today and... Uh, haven't had a, a victory Monday breakfast sandwich in September and it, it feels like a very long time. So well, one, one of the better <laughs> ones, I would say. Uh, well, everybody, by the way, make sure to follow Jeremy on Twitter at Detroit Online. Maybe you can see some photos of some breakfast sandwiches in the future. Uh, you mentioned um, like a breakfast thing. The Detroit Lions, Jeremy, tweeted out. I'm sure you saw um, a joke uh, based on the horrible uh, mug that the commanders made last week for their season opener uh, celebrating the win the Detroit Lions one and one was this finally the the breaking of the dam was this the justifying of all the hype was this the the arrival of Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions here in the 2022 season oh man I, I guess I, the the cheap answer there is we'll see um, mm. obviously to, to, it, it's easy to put up a one good performance right and really it was arguably just one really really good half of performance you know they were up 22 nothing at, at the half there um, but there are a lot of things to, to really like about this team and, and chief among them, I think is the, the young nucleus of them and, and, and them just like really taking over, you know, Aiden Hutchinson with three sacks and in, in one half of football, um, you got Amon Ra continuing his dominance in year two. Deandre Swift was very limited in this game, only had seven touches, but made the most out of them with a, a 50 yard run and an, an amazing 21 fall down and catch and get up and run for a touchdown. So you're really starting to see the young pieces bring this team together. And, you know, considering the Lions have one of the youngest rosters in the NFL and, and maybe the youngest roster with all the injuries they've already had to deal with, um, you, ha- you have to believe that that the trajectory of this team is probably only up. Yeah, I've I've seen the the Lions these past couple of weeks and, and they're they're going off on some long runs. We're talking multiple 50 yard runs. What have you seen from the offensive line when it comes to run blocking? 
it's it's kind of fantastic and and it's worth noting that yesterday the lines were missing their starting left guard center and right guard all three of those guys were out so they had a a, a tackle playing left guard who's never played or never started in an nfl game in, in dan, dan skipper, skipper. Really, really cool story yes dan plug, skipper plug that please uh jeremy plug that story yeah yeah, so he's he's been around for six years in the NFL and has never made an initial 53-man roster. And and he and Dan Campbell chose to kind of have him be the first player available to the media last night. Um, and and for good reason. Like it's it's a tremendous story. He he talked about how he's probably signed 20 NFL contracts and they're not worth the paper that they're written on, um, which was a really nice quote from him. But you know, he had his family in his in attendance and and really played a, a really decent game as well, a left guard, and you know. Combined with all these other kind of patchwork guys, I, I think the Lions are top five in, in yards per carry before contact. And I think that really tells the entire story because when DeAndre Swift is four yards downfield and there hasn't been a, a hand placed on him, well, yeah, then then he's going to break off 50 because he can make that first guy miss pretty darn consistently. And last year, the Lions had one rush of 50 plus yards all season. They already have three this year. So I, I don't think that's a complete coincidence. They're not going to keep up that pace. That's a ridiculous pace. but um, again, if the offensive line is putting in the work like they are so far, they're going to have a lot of 20 plus yard runs. And, and I think that that sort of thing might be consistent. The season is really young, Jeremy, obviously. Um, I mean, I, you know, we're at a point where not even every team has, has played two games, at least at the time of this recording, but Deandre Swift does look like one of the better running backs in the NFL. Like that, that isn't an exaggeration. I mean, you know, we have some, some of the top like names, like the Christian McCaffrey's of the world or just whatever, but like Deandre Swift feels like he's, he's knocking at the door to, to be one of those top guys. The productions there, you mentioned the limited touches um, on Sunday. Obviously there was a huge amount of work for him and Jamal Williams over the last two weeks, but does it feel that way? Like, is, like if you power ranked the lions players, like where does Deandre Swift fall for you? Yeah, I would say going into the season, he's he's top 10, but probably towards the bottom of that top 10. Now it feels like he's firmly in the top five because, the you know, we've seen flashes through the first two years of his career, but injuries have kind of held him up a little bit. And, and you know, there's been some drops in the receiving game, some inconsistencies with his reads, especially running between the tackles. But the coaching staff has really, really drilled it home to him. This, and, I mean, you saw it in Hard Knocks. If you watch Hard Knocks, there, there are a couple scenes where, where Deuce Staley is pulling him inside and, you know, telling him, like, don't just run out of bounds. Lower your shoulder and throw up a stiff arm. Cutting through the middle. Don't trust your eyes because we know if you fire through that middle, you're getting to the second level and beyond. And he really seems to have taken to this coaching staff quite a bit. The injury stuff is still a, a, a mild to to medium concern with him um you know he's, he's battling an ankle injury right now but one of the interesting things this offseason is deuce daly said to the to the public in, in front of a in front of a podium said deandre swift needs to learn playing hurt versus playing injured which is kind of i mean it's kind of a starking statement like you're you're, you're almost calling out his toughness publicly and 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 again, it, it, it's much, it's really a, a challenge that that he's giving to Swift. And, and you have to say so far, you know, he played more than 50% of the snaps last, um, you know, last afternoon um, against, against Washington may have only had seven touches, but pretty gritty effort. You have to say for, for a guy like that. And that matches what they're trying to build here. You know, on the other side of it, you have the passing game, Jared Goff, 20 of 34, 256 yards and the four touchdowns. Do you get the sense that Maybe Jared Goff is, is settling into the offense at, at this point and, and he has the, the team support when it comes to being able to trust a guy to potentially lead you to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has the team support. They have been maybe overly so supportive of him since yeah. he came here. And, and I think part of that was by design, right? They're, they're trying to build up the guy's confidence after, you know, a, a, 
an embarrassing end to, to his Rams career that, that has to be kind of humiliating for him. Right. And building up building up a quarterback's trust has to be kind of number one on the priority list. And I think they've done that pretty well and surrounded him with a really good cast of guys. I think I think Lions fans are split right now. And and I I consider myself among those guys. You know, he's still, you know bottom 10 in the league in terms of completion percentage, completion percentage uh, above expectation. He's negative 8%, which I think is bottom five. Um, so he hasn't been outstanding thus far. And, and I think that the box score is a little bit misleading from his performance on, on Sunday, but at the same time, he came up big in that fourth quarter. You know, he had a drive late in the game when, when Washington was storming back, it's, it's a one score game and he goes four for four and just perfect placement on all four of those passes um, and, and eventually finishes with, with a, you know, touchdown, which is another thing the Lions have been really good about. I think they've, I don't remember, I don't know what the number is at right now, but I think it's like 17 straight quarters with a touchdown, which leads the NFL right now. And, and I mean, you just wouldn't expect that out of someone like Jared Goff, right? Like that's, that's not the, the MO, but 30, 35 plus points in, in three straight games going back to last season. And, and I guess that's what you get. Um, we talked about DeAndre Swift. We talked about Jared Goff. Pete mentioned Amon Ross St. Brown. I know he tied, was it tied? He tied a team record, right? Uh, what was the exact record? Yeah. So I think he, he tied the rec, a team record of, of consecutive games with eight plus catches. Right. And I think he broke an NFL record of eight plus catches plus a touchdown in every game. Okay, well, so he's kind of like flirting with superstar territory. And I say this with all due respect. You know this better than I do. But, like, it's hard to become a superstar playing for the Detroit Lions, right? It's just one of those those teams that, like, you know, um, don't have a lot of national attention. And, and that's really kind of changed, certainly, over the last year, the Dan Campbell effect, the Hard Knocks effect. But I, I feel like if, if the second overall pick had three sacks in his second career game <laughs> for a lot of other teams, that would be, like, the leading thing. And, and it, right. we've talked about, you know, again, no disrespect to DeAndre Swift, but, like, DeAndre Swift ahead of him. Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks. I mean, like he he seems like the first true and, and I'm curious for you to tell me like the first true opportunity to plant a flag in the superstar club for the Detroit Lions and in a way that I just haven't personally seen a player be from, from, he has the personality. He has the pedigree. He's the homegrown guy. High draft pick like all the boxes are checked for him. And now the performance is there as well. Yeah, no. And I, I was thinking this to myself last night. I, f I feel like the Lions have a set of stars. And and once the wins start coming, that's when the national attention comes. Mm -hmm. and, and I think a guy like Swift and Amon Ra, they get a certain amount of attention just because of fantasy football, right? right? Like, I, you, you can't ignore what Amon Ra has done in the past seven or eight games. And and I think that has, like you said, kind of put him right on the edge of superstardom, which I think is also kind of fascinating considering he's not one of those, like, prototype outside wide receivers who are getting jump balls and highlight reels. Like, his highlight reels are just him running, right? Like he's not, he's not doing anything particularly fantastic with his route running or, or, you know, mossing anybody or anything like that. He's just so solid in everything. And maybe, and maybe the thing that gets him the most respect inside the building is his pass is run blocking. He's, he's just such a, a high effort guy when it comes to that. And the comparisons to Heinz Ward, I think are, are apt. And, and I think that's, that's where the guy's potential is too. Like he's not, he's not that necessarily guy that, that, you know, you're if he's in one-on-one -on -one coverage, you're, you're going to throw it up to him every time. But he's just so solid in everything else that, um, yeah, he's he's borderline superstardom. And then, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson again early in his career, but three sacks and a half for a rookie is, is something that has just only been done, I think, a handful of times ever. And again, if the Lions turn this corner and and start winning football games and start contending for divisions and, and playoff spots, yeah, I I, th I think you can line up maybe four or five guys that that have superstardom. Uh, quality with, with Swift, with Amon Ra. I mean, the, the, the dirty little secret here with this Lions offense that's been playing so well is Jamison Williams 
is a month away from returning to the field <laughs> and, and adding a whole new dimension. And I think they're really excited about that player. Um, Malcolm Rodriguez, not just a hard knock star too, but let's be clear. This guy is, is an outstanding run defender. And I think he's only going to get better in, in, you know, pass coverage as well. So I, I think there's a lot of, a lot of interesting names here that if you don't know them already, uh, maybe, maybe in a year or two, uh, the national audience will. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.